0: and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome, this is Gemma and I'm so thrilled to be here with you today. I'm actually recording this in my studio today. This is so wonderful. I don't um, do this very often, but I didn't have a lot of time this morning, so I focused on getting Bella out. There's this odd expanding ear thing happening right now in this room. How peculiar. Anyway, <clears throat> I got Bella to her to her dad's and it's just been like just a beautiful flow this morning. And I'm going to be working on some new canvases for myself. I'm so excited. Some big giant paintings and I'm really psyched about that. It's going to be very fun. Mm. And what else? Ooh, la la. Just lots of good stuff. But you were first on my list. So here I am. And I almost didn't have my phone, but I managed to get it to grab it as it was about to drive by, and poof, here I am. So um, I wish I had last night's channel with me because it was so beautiful and on point with just a lot of what's going on. And I'm gonna have to think, 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 what was it about? Maybe I can feel into it. It had some amazing components to it. And one of them was the idea that yes, there are always some people dying and some people living and some people being born. But the reality is, is that we are fully invested in the expansion of consciousness and we will come again and again to do what we came to do. And we'll remember a little bit more each time we come back into the matrix, into the reality that we're in. So each time we come back, it's just a little bit more moving forward and understanding and getting it, getting it clearer. So we don't need to worry about Um, There is no death. So we can stop worrying about that. And I understand it's kind of like a built-in fear to die. So we don't want to die because we want to do as much as possible during this lifetime. But not to worry. If you transition out of this reality moment, this matrix moment, you're going to come back to continue what you came to do. So this is why it's so powerful to not be attached to this. You know what we're in uh, the less attached we are the easier it is to do what we came to do and not to be distracted by um holding things and fearing and resistance because attachment brings fear it's just what it does um so this is really cool I'm noticing on my art table this is my scatteredness is getting a lot of paint on it from people sitting on the side that doesn't have paper around it. So I may have to do something. I may have to protect my table on this side. Oh, my goodness. So that was one aspect of last night's work. And another aspect, there was another piece of that. And what was that about? I don't know right now. It's okay because it just feels so good and so wonderful to be here. So I know that it went deeper into the unconditional love. Uh, And the idea that the unconditional love is what anchors you into the the oneness. So a lot of people are missing or feeling a longing or a loss or a lack. And that is just your disconnection from the oneness. Mm. So as you learn to love yourself again and love yourself unconditionally you will find it much easier to be present and to uh, contribute to the expansion, contribute to the highest good of all. It's when we're holding ourselves out of that equation, not loving ourselves, that we find um, the separateness takes in. We begin to fear that we are you know, gonna lack something and it throws us into survival mode. The thing is now, no more survival mode is needed. No more karma is necessary. You can decide to be done with karma and to step in serving the highest good of all. I've been saying that for a while. It was confirmed for me recently that that was the case. <laughs> it makes me so tickled when I have things confirmed because I I sometimes wonder, you know, like I I'm, I feel like a lone wolf having this information come and making these declarations that I make, but they're so feel so true inside of me that I just do it. And then later to find something that confirms it, it's just so yay. You know, it's like good, you know, like I'm not crazy. I'm not like uh, being, I don't know, cuckoo and out there. It It is the new norm, you know, it may not be the norm yet, but it is the new that's coming in that can be accessed by all. And that's what I mean when I say norm. You know, it's the new accessible to all thing. So you can just be done with karma and say, you know what? I no longer need to partake in the karma thing. I'm here to serve the highest good of all at all times, in all things, in all ways, in all relationships, in all my choices. And that's it. Wake up every morning serving the highest good of all, you know, rather than serving your highest good. Do you get the difference? It's those self-interests that harm others that cause karma. Oh, and by serving the highest good of all, we're basically creating an, an unstoppable flow of good karma into our lives, which is super duper powerful. So um, I like to say that I'm not doing karma anymore. I like to say that I'm stepping into 6D and letting go of 3D. I love that. I love to say that I'm focused in the good of all, um, oper- you know, like of all moments, the good in all moments. Uh, there's just so much, there's so much plus. I've been noticing lately that every time I purchase something for myself for in New Jersey, I think about how awesome it will be to have it for Smith Island. Because I feel such a rooting happening for Smith Island. Now, if Smith Island gets washed out tomorrow, then I know I will have a sense of freedom. Because right now, my sense is this uh, home in Smith Island. But without that, I would be free to go anywhere. I wouldn't be lost or lacking in a home. No, I would have a sense of freedom that would just open up and everywhere would be my home and anywhere would be my home. And I would no longer have this, um, root rooting in any one place as I've been, you know, dealing with my whole life. I've been having this, where's my roots go? Where do my roots go? And I finally decided they go on Smith Island. So I'm happy to put them on Smith Island. But as soon as that's not a viable option anymore, then I will be not choosing to do that anymore. I will just be happy to go where the wind blows me, so to speak. So, uh. Wonderful. 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 Let me, uh, I have, I made myself a special seltzer water. Mm. So one of my latest things was, um, my friend David made us ice cream. I don't know if I told you this. He made us that ice cream, phenomenal ice cream with a churn and it was so good. And I think I did tell you the story. It just still fascinates me that then I was in my room and I had these bookshelves And I do not remember this book, but this book about how to make frozen desserts showed up on my shelf. And at first I thought, Oh, go, we can make these in the ice, in the ice cream maker. But then I real, which we probably could, but then I quickly realized these were meant to be made with this, like, it's like a mini, mini champion juicer, basically just a mini, a mini, um, grinder juicer. And, um, and it was so cool and so I, I ordered it and now we can have frozen desserts made with fruit <clears throat> and nuts and different things and uh, but really healthy and I'll feel good about Bella having it any time of the day, twice, three times a day rather than the dairy like we both love ice cream but we can't eat it much or I can't especially because of the dairy and I'd prefer Bella didn't because it's obvious that She gets bloated, too, from dairy. So um, I don't know. It's just so exciting. And I had this upcoming uh, trip with these um, art students. They're coming to the island for an art retreat. And I was thinking about making homemade ice cream. But how even better to make each person their own individualized frozen treat? Like um, maybe someone wants mango and someone else wants strawberry. And someone else wants chocolate. It's just it can be whatever it's going to be. It's so perfect. So, uh, yeah, that just, like, really excited me, and it just feels like there's this, I don't know what you would call it, just this beautiful morphing, you know, like expansion morphing happening, where things are finding their own place, like, suddenly I'm really psyched about building this therapy room on the island and I know it's just going to come together I just have to give away this pool table that is the clincher and everything else will fall into place so that's the next thing I'm very psyched about my goodness my throat. throat yeah so be looking at what you want to morph into like more alignment with your passion what is it in your in your home in your life in your career in your relationships that you could see the potential of it being like more and it's something that absolutely everything is within your power even if it's a relationship that you want to morph into something better um you totally can you totally can it may be unconventional You know I have a friend god bless her she's so wonderful and I don't get to see her very often it's so sad and I'm okay with it but if I wanted to morph it into something else there's a lot of options at my fingertips that I could do like I could write letters I could send just you know daily love notes I could um, I you know there's just things I could do you could reach out more often uh, I could set up dates but um i just i'm not putting my focus there and so that's not happening but do you see how it is it's like we don't put our focus there or we put our focus in something in a negative way like why isn't this happening how come this never happened this is always the way this is that's a negative standpoint that will reinforce the negative it'll reinforce that more of that is happening so I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I, wanna, I may not have as much energy and attention to put into it as I would, as I would love to put into it, but I'm not going to put negative into it because I am open and willing to all, you know, to the highest um, possible, the <clears throat> yummiest opportunities. And that's what, that's what I let flow into my day on a regular basis. So I definitely want more of that. And I'm looking around, and today I get to meet with one of my clients about my art commission, and I'm so excited about that. The commission's beautiful, and I'm. It's always like there's just always this little nudge or nidge in my being, that makes me nervous. Like, are they gonna like it? Um, <clears throat> I I don't know. I don't know. So I just like to ah, deliver and get feedback, and if they don't love it, just make sure that they don't feel obligated to buy it. That is definitely important to me, that there's no obligation. So, dun dun, dun dun, dun dun, dun. let's see, let's see. So, um, one of the things i read in my Pima Shadran book had to do with the fact that when we set absolutes for things like what absolute i don't know what this dinging is what this absolute comfort is (coughs) um (coughs) when we set these absolutes for like what is comfortable blah 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 we're not staying present for the bigger picture and i love this idea of bigger picture we can be present for see if i say for instance that i'm only comfortable at a certain temperature then I'm missing out on enjoying life and all the other temperatures because there's all these other temperatures and there's all these other things going on in those temperatures that are worthwhile. They're like, they're like little nuggets. And you know, it's funny because I always say that about Smith Island. It's like, people are like, Oh my God, the bugs. Oh my God, the beach is so, you know, you don't have a beach, Hawaii? And I always say if the beach was closer, if there were no bugs, rich people would have purchased this island and made it impossible for anyone else to come to it and that would have been the end of the island but because it's not ideal right because it's not the ideal place it's like perfect for those people like me who are, are like loving being off the grid loving being remote loving having a private beach loving you know having a neighbors who are creative and adventurous and, and like willing, you know, brave and willing to be someplace where there are no stores, you know, where there, where you have to take a boat and you're, you could get stranded. (laughs) Uh, There's no shopping really. So I, I don't know. I love that. And I feel so blessed to have found it. But it's because I'm okay with everything that, I'm, that I am that can be there. I'm okay with a little bug. I'm okay with a little heat. I'm okay with a little dirt. I'm okay with a little strandedness. It's, it all, it's all okay. It just is what it is, right? So if we can learn to do more of it is what it is, we will have a much richer life because there's so much happening in all the areas that we've recently uh blocked off as inappropriate, like not inappropriate or, are not, not good. We've judged them to be not good, not comfortable. And we've missed out on a lot of things. So that's all available to us now also. <sighs> oh, my goodness. What a day. What a day. So I'm off to paint a bunch of big canvases. I cannot wait. And I have also um, a jumper that I'm hemming. So those are my two things before I go on to other things. And I'll have to figure out what's the next inspired action there too. So many awesome things. So sending you much love, big hugs, and let's see what else. And I love you. Bye. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at jemmafossett.com